welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Last week, I talked to you about Podfade. Now, this is where your podcast just stops utterly unplanned. So it's not when a series finishes, but it's more when you run out of steam lose the love, or something external might happen. That means you're not putting out any more episodes. But you've not told your listeners this. In fact, you've not told them anything. You've ghosted them. Now, I don't want that to happen to you because nobody wants to be ghosted. Nobody likes that. Nobody appreciates being treated like that. So I'm going to talk to you about how you can end your podcast and end it well. Now, ideally, you're going to be listening to this while you don't want to end your podcast, while it's going along great guns, or even better, before you've started, because it's always good to have an exit strategy, not just in podcasting, in life in general. It's good to have an exit strategy, know how you're getting out. And it's why I always suggest to my clients that they work in a podcast series rather than doing an ongoing podcast. But... If you are already podcasting in an ongoing way, don't panic. Do not panic. You can still have an exit strategy. It's only too late to have an exit strategy if you've exited already and done that badly. But even then, even then, I say we can resuscitate the podcast. So first of all, let's look at the reasons why you might want to stop your podcast. Number one, you're not enjoying it. Now, for me, this is possibly the most important reason but that's just for me. If you don't enjoy doing your podcast, then why are you doing it? Now, that's not a mum nag question. It is a genuine question. I didn't enjoy doing maths at school. I had to do it because it's the law, but I also know that it was good for me. If you don't enjoy doing your podcast and there's no benefits to you or the business, why are you doing it? If there are some benefits to the business, I still want you to know why are you doing it? And the reason I say that is because if you're not enjoying it, doing it becomes less and less of a priority. Doing it actually starts to become a tiresome slog. And slog is the word. And here's the thing, your listeners will know. They will hear the minimal effort you're putting in. They will hear the boredom in your voice or worse, the fake enthusiasm that you'll put out there. And they're going to disappear. They're going to leave your podcast behind. But worse, worse than just disappearing, they're going to be forming a new opinion of you based on what they've heard. So based on you being bored, based on your fake enthusiasm and based on your can't be botheredness. That's a word. See, this is the thing about podcasting. One of the best things, in fact, about podcasting is the intimacy of the medium You are communicating solely through your voice. And unless you are an award-winning actor, your voice doesn't lie. You can do your best, but your voice gives you away every single time. So it could be that the enjoyment part of your podcast comes from you doing the content, delivering the content, recording it, but you are not loving the editing or the production side of it. That's fine. We can look to outsource that part. So it's all is not over in that case. However, I would suggest if you're not loving the content, 
then you may well want to consider ending your podcast or at very least having a breather and deciding what you can do to change. Another reason why you might finish doing your podcast is because actually it's taking up far too much of your time. Podcasting, yep, it can be time consuming, especially if you're doing everything in your podcast all by yourself and all the stuff in your business as well. It's a lot. Now, we only have 24 hours in a day. We only have seven days a week. I'm just doing the maths. We only have 52 weeks a year. So maybe you want to consider outsourcing before you finish your podcast, especially if you're enjoying it. Now, I appreciate outsourcing isn't for everyone. And if you're not at the stage to be outsourcing, although outsourcing is one of the best things you can do in your business, then something's going to have to give if you cannot fit in doing your podcast and running your business. It's up to you to decide if ending your podcast will be more of a benefit than a cost to you and your business. And the way you do this is you look at what the podcast does for your business. Does it bring in new members of your community? Does it bring in the um, the leads for your email? Does it bring in the sales? Maybe you're not doing it for leads and sales. Maybe you're doing it for networking. You want people to be part of your network, so you're inviting them on to be guests. Is the benefit of having a podcast bigger than the cost of having a podcast? And if it's not, if the costs outweigh the benefits... Is it time to reconsider your podcast? I went all high at the end there. (laughs) Another reason that people finish their podcast is it's costing too much money. This is different to the benefits and costs that it's doing for your business. This is just the actual hard, cold cash. Podcasting can be free. It can also be a huge expense. If you're hiring a studio, hiring a producer, hiring an editor, hiring someone to do your social media just for your podcast, hiring someone to do your transcriptions, then you've got the hosting platform, then you've got the microphones, then you've got the uh, editing software, all of that shenanigans. It's a bit like running. People always go, oh, running. Yeah, you should start running. It's free. I am broke from running. <laughs> I really am. And let's not forget, while we're talking about costs and prices of stuff, you have a price, you have a cost, you have a rate, you have a daily rate maybe, or an hourly rate. And every time you spend an hour on your podcast, actually, you should be charging that at the daily, at the hourly rate that you would charge somebody else. When you think about it like that, it can feel quite expensive. And if it's costing you money and not bringing you in the success you are hoping for, This is different to the benefits, because remember at the beginning when we started doing these podcasts, when you started yours, I asked you to write down what your success was like. What was it going to be for you? And it wasn't always about sales. It could have been about getting in the charts. It could have been about getting a speaker gig. It could have been about getting members in your membership. It could have been even just like I say, that networking thing. So if you're not meeting your success goals and it's costing you money, it may well be time to stop your podcast. Oh God, every time I talk about stopping the podcast, my voice just gets really just really thin and narrow because I don't, I don't like talking about finishing podcasts. But you know what? Sometimes you've got to. Sometimes it is the right thing to do. Now, there are some ways that podcasts end quite naturally. It could just be you've covered everything you want to say. Yeah, and it happens. It really does. Um, 
Of course, there are new ways of discussing your topic and your business. Always, I'm sure there are. And of course, things do change all the time. But does that mean you've actually got enough to talk about week in, week out until the end of time? could well be that actually, if you're struggling to come up with something to say, struggling to come up with your next plans, that maybe you've reached the end of your topic. In the same way that conversations end naturally, because they've covered all the bases, sometimes in podcasting, you've just got to the point where you've said everything you need to say. Now, because it's podcasting, there is and it depends coming along. Well, not quite, it depends. It's more the fact that I can't tell you how many episodes it takes to reach the end of a topic. I can't, I'm sorry, I can't. It's a bit like a book. You could have three different authors writing about the same topic and all three will have a very different book by the end of their writing. One of those books could have 30 chapters, another could have just 12 and another might have 86 chapters. I don't know what it's going to cover in those 86 chapters, but you know, there could well be 86 chapters there. It depends on you. And it also depends on how deep you want to go on into the subject that you're talking about and how you want to explain it. And of course, the subject itself, actually, and how narrow you go into that subject. I mean, think about it. I could, I could, I say I could, I 100% could talk about food indefinitely, week in, week out. Food is the topic, just food, not one type of food, not one meal, not one uh, anything, just just food, right? I have got enough there to talk about until the end of time because food and I love food and I could do it. But actually, if you then said to me, Charlotte, I want you to do an episode, a podcast series about Marmite, I reckon 10 episodes, actually, I'm thinking about this more now, possibly a little bit too much. And going through that series in my head, I reckon 15 to 20 episodes could be done because I do love Marmite. Oh, I love it. It's so nice. Um, And the more I think about it, the more absolutely there's a 15 to 20 episode series about Marmite that I could do. So um, if you're listening and you know anybody at the marketing team of Unilever specifically who have Marmite in there, remit. Um, Put in a word for me, please, because I quite fancy doing a Marmite podcast. (gasps) Oh, gosh, you know what? I could really, really do some Marmite now. Marmite on toast or Marmite bagel. Marmite. This is going to sound disgusting, but don't knock it till you've tried it. Marmite, peanut butter and avocado on a bagel. Another reason why people end their podcasts is it's becoming a bit overwhelming. Starting a podcast is fun. Of course it is. No one would start a podcast if it was rubbish or dull or boring or if they found it dull or boring. But it's very easy to get carried away with what you can realistically achieve. And I am a absolute terror for this. You might start out your podcast by deciding you want a guest every week, a book review section, uh, maybe call-in questions, listener discussions, a roundtable discussion once a month in the mix as well, just you know to throw in more music beds all over the place to signify different parts of the episode, different sections. Does it sound complex yet? Mm-hmm, it is. And at the start, when it's all shiny and new and exciting, you don't mind the extra faff, the extra complexity. You don't mind staying up till two o'clock in the morning, editing and sorting it out. 
But when you're panic reading that book that you've said you're going to review on the podcast minutes before you're meant to be gathering with the rest of the people to review that book, or you're struggling to find a guest to talk to and the episode is due out tomorrow, or maybe you're still even editing the episode two hours after it was supposed to be published, that's when it can all feel a bit much. Now, at this point, at the very, very least, you need a rethink about the podcast. Not necessarily ending it, but maybe amending it. I am very proud of not necessarily ending it, maybe amending it, by the way. I think that's going to be my new phrase. Anyway, think about that because you don't always have to final, final end your podcast. You know, that's it, no returns. You can just pause it. And when you pause it, this is when you can take some time to have a little rethink a rebrand and just decide what it is you want to do with your podcast. And of course, there are external reasons why you will end your podcast. It could be that you've decided that your business is changing and your podcast doesn't serve the new direction your business is going in. It could be that your business is finished. That sounds terrible. What I mean is you've gone, you know, you're closing your business down. You don't need your podcast for that anymore. It could be that and I really hope this doesn't happen, but there's an illness in the family and you've got to put all your efforts and your concentration on that. Lots of external reasons why you want to end your podcast. But sometimes, like I said, you just need to rest your podcast. And when I say you need to rest your podcast, I might mean you just need to rest too. And it's okay to put your podcast on pause. Lots of podcasters do this, put it on a little hiatus. So you're not on your own and you're not doing anything that no one's done before. I think that's right. You're not doing anything that nobody has done before. I don't think there's a double negative in there. What I'm trying to say is you're not the first, you won't be the last. That's better. As well as giving you a break when you're on pause to gather your thoughts, possibly change how you do things when it comes to your podcast. It also gives your audience a chance to catch their breath and catch up with episodes too. So think about doing a pause, not necessarily ending. And if you are going to go on a pause, make sure you have a date in mind to come back to. Otherwise, it's really easy to not come back. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll just, I'll do that in the new year. Oh, when does the new year finish? Oh, okay, we're in March. I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it before summer. Okay, okay, and now it's July. Okay, well, we're in summer definitely before, you know, September, because, you know, school holidays. And next thing you know, it's a year later and you haven't come back because you've not set that date. You've not set that intention and you've not seen it through. So if you're going to pause your podcast now, you might tell your audience that you're going to be back in January. You don't have to give a specific date in January, but just tell them you'll be back in January. You give yourself a month window. That's absolutely fine. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to be back on the 17th of January. Don't have to be that specific. Just give them a ballpark month that you're going to come back. That way, they know that it's coming back. They know you're still around. You haven't abandoned them. Because let's not forget, your listeners have bought into you and your podcast. And often, your podcast is the first way people connect with you. So it's really important we nurture those relationships. And that's a lot about what ending your podcast is about. It's about nurturing that relationship still. 
while you're on your break, it's worth pushing your listeners to get on your email list. Now, you could do this by getting them on a wait list for the return of your podcast, or maybe offer them a download or something, an exclusive podcast only download that you can get them on just so that not just to get their emails, not just to build up your email marketing, but it's a way for you to stay in touch and a way for you to keep connections with them that, you know, that they're not going to have because they're not listening to your podcast. You need to keep them on your side, in your community. That's a better way of saying it. We're not having fights and teams here. If you get to the end of your podcast pause, your podcast hiatus, and the thought of coming back doesn't fill you with joy, you really think, no, actually, I've had a much better time. I've done better without my podcast. That's okay. But just tell your audience. Otherwise, you're just in a really extended pod fade. Don't ghost them. Please don't ghost them. So this is what we'll cover now, actually, how to tell your audience that you are saying goodbye. Well, first of all, this is what you need to do when you have decided to end your podcast take a deep breath and give yourself a round of applause for making the decision to end your podcast. Seriously, round of applause. It's not always easy to finish something like a podcast, especially when it feels like everyone's starting a podcast and all the noise around having a podcast, about how having a podcast is great, blah, blah, blah. And I bet when you started your podcast, you were over the moon about it. You were telling everybody. In fact, I probably told you to tell everybody. You probably had a t-shirt, like I've got a t-shirt. I have a podcast. Ask me about my podcast. And then you've just got to turn around and tell all these people that actually you're not doing the podcast anymore. Feels rubbish, right? It really, I get it. You feel a bit like, oh, like you've lost face a little bit, like you're a little bit embarrassed, a bit awkward. But honestly, don't feel badly about it because if it's not working, don't do it. Don't do it. Do something else. And it'll be better for you. It really, really will. So we've given ourselves a big round of applause, taken a deep breath. Uh, Secondly, before you go any further and before you make any announcements about finishing your podcast, I want you to think about what you're going to do instead. Are you going to launch a new podcast? I mean, that is allowed. You don't just have to have only ever done one podcast and that's it. You don't get one shot and you're out. You can launch a new podcast that's going to be better for you, better for your business and fit your life better. Perhaps you're going to do a blog instead or get someone else to do a blog for you. Or maybe you're going to go down the video route, do a YouTube channel, that sort of thing. Or are you going to do something else entirely? Or are you going to do nothing, nothing else? All of these are valid options, but you need to know what it is your business needs. And if you are going to launch a new podcast, a YouTube channel or a blog or whatever, it's probably a good idea to tell your audience that that's where they can find you in the future. You don't need to have this all set up in time for your announcement of the end of the podcast. Although if you could have something set up, it would really help with the transition. What is more important is you have a way of keeping your community involved and informed about what it is you're doing. So at the very least, a landing page where they can sign up to get on your emails and find out more about what it is you're going to be doing for them. 
or somewhere that you can channel your podcast community so you don't lose them. Maybe a Facebook group, maybe a, I don't know, maybe something else. I can't think of anything else apart from a Facebook group, I'm afraid. Maybe a Facebook group. We'll go with just that. Yeah. Okay. I don't do Facebook very much. You can tell, can't you? Whatever you decide though, communication, unsurprisingly, is the key. So here we are. We've taken a deep breath and congratulated ourselves on making the decision to end the podcast. We've also had a think about what we're going to do instead of the podcast. Now what we need to do is tell them. Yeah, we need to tell the audience. Now, the most obvious way to do that is to record a podcast episode. It's up to you at this point how much you tell people about why you're ending your podcast or putting it on pause. But I'd be as honest as you can with your audience. You've worked hard to build up that trust. Don't throw it away now. You'll then want to tell people what you're doing next, if applicable. Remember, you don't have to do anything next. It could just be that your business is changing. It could just be that your business is closing. Your business is going into something else. It's been bought by somebody else. It's being taken over. You might be leaving the business for any other reason. So you don't need to tell them that you're replacing it with something. You just need to tell them what is happening and, if applicable, where they can find you now. It's a very similar message if you're going on pause. Explain your podcast is taking a break. You don't have to explain every single detail about why, but give people what they need to hear and tell them when you'll be back and how people can stay up to date with you in the meantime, if they wish to, and really ask them to, actually. They really need to find all your details and what what they're up to date with. And that's it, really. You just need to do an episode explaining what it is you are doing, ending or pausing your podcast, why, where people can find you. If you wanted to be a bit fancy pants, and I know I love a bit of fancy pants every now and again, but if you wanted to be fancy pants, do a best of episode, but don't feel you have to, especially if the reason why you're putting your podcast on pause is because you've been feeling overwhelmed by the complexity of it, or you're feeling overwhelmed by everything that's involved in it. Don't do that. Don't do a best of if you think that it's too much at the moment. Go easy on yourself, okay? It's also worth making some other content out of this decision. So you can get emails to your list, you can get some social media posts, maybe even a blog post. So when should you be telling your audience you're finishing your podcast? Again, it's up to you. Of course, it's up to you. It's not for me to tell you when to do it, but... If you've got a membership or a community, do you know what? It's nice to give them the heads up first. They're the ones that have really bought into you. I think they deserve that little bit of insider knowledge kind of thing. Have some responses ready though and be prepared for some pushback from people because people really do take ownership of things such as podcasts. I mean, It's why it's so great for relationship building. People buy into it so much and they believe in this relationship that's being built up. Taking that away from them, even if this is a free resource that they're getting, it can be tricky. People can feel like you owe them. This is why I say if you can offer them your new thing because they feel like, okay, you're taking away my podcast, which has been my Wednesday morning accompaniment to my dog walk or, you know, this has been so valuable to me. 
I feel like, you know, I've given you, I've paid for your membership and I'm not getting this podcast anymore, all that sort of stuff. If you can give them something else, then they're not going to feel quite so done by, hard done by. Just remember, your listeners have given you their time. Personally, I would just tell people it's the last episode on the last episode, explain why, all of that stuff, and thank them for listening. I think that comes from my radio days when you would only ever announce it was the last show in the last show. If you were lucky, sometimes you didn't know you'd done your last show until you came off air and the, the boss would go, that was your last show, by the way. Here's your, here's your payoff. Jar. It really was a harsh world. <laughs> oh, and here's the thing. I can almost guarantee you'll get people asking where your podcast has gone weeks, months after your last episode, no matter how much information you put out there to say, I have finished this podcast. Oh, you haven't done a podcast for a while, have you? I haven't had that episode. No, no, did you not listen to that last episode? It's, it's done. I finished it. And also really helpful and really useful. You will probably get people pitching to be on your podcast too. Have some responses ready for them and uh, make them however you want them to as well. And then we have the whole thing about what do we do with our podcast episodes, the ones that we've published, the ones that are out there. A couple of things that you can do. If you want it to stay available for people to listen to, then keep on paying your podcast host the monthly fee that you're paying them or see if there's a way that you can drop down the level because you're not publishing new ones. It's just what's out there. Have a chat to them. Or, of course, you can switch to a free podcast host such as Anchor. This will keep your podcast out there as such. If you want it to disappear completely, I mean, you can just delete, just delete it. It's as easy as that. Although I think that would be a shame if you did that when, you know, there's other ways of keeping it up there for free, like using Anchor or just dropping down to a really low um, monthly fee. And that is how you end your podcast. If anything, if anything, if anything, if anything, what I want you to take away from this episode is that you just tell your audience what is happening, that you do that final episode, that you've just cap it off nicely and don't pod fade. It honestly breaks my heart to hear all the podcasts that have just pod faded. And I've got one that's pod faded. I really should go back and just do an episode, but it's been a while now. Um, and yeah, it breaks my heart that I did that. And I think that if I could go back and do it differently, I absolutely would. I just announced it on Twitter. I didn't announce it on the actual podcast. Anyone who finds it goes, oh, Oh, that was, that was the last one, was it? Oh. Hmm. So take it from someone who's been there and done that. It, there are better ways and it doesn't have to take long. It doesn't have to be a full on half an hour episode explaining, you know, the ins and outs of why you're, why you're not doing your podcast anymore. It can just be a five minute. All it needs. Anyway, thank you for listening. And if you are struggling with planning your podcast, whether you started or whether you are halfway through it, I can help you. Book in for a one-to-one -one planning session with me. We'll go through everything. It really doesn't matter if you're at blank page stage or already producing episodes. Next year is going to be a big year. I've decided it's going to be a big year. We need to get on top of that, right? So as well as that little one-to-one -one session, what we also do is I give you access to me for a month. Although in November and December, you get six weeks because... Christmas gets in the way, right? So six weeks access to me to ask me questions, uh, email, Voxer, that type of thing. And I review an episode for you as well that you've done in those six weeks. And then we have a catch up session at the end of the month slash six weeks, if it's November, December, that you've booked in your, um, 
your, your planning session. If you want to know more, you can go to my website, charlotte-foster.co.uk. Give me a shout uh, on social media if you want to as well to get one of those sessions booked in. I've got some spaces this side of Christmas, so please do book in and we can get 2022 all podcast planned. That would be good, wouldn't it? So we, and it could just be that you want to finish your podcast. I mean, this episode's really useful for that, but if you want to get to a point where you can finish your podcast and you need my help, give me a shout. Let's see what we can do. As always on social media, I am Charlotte Foster on LinkedIn. Nice mustard custard. Mustard custard? I'm still thinking about Marmite, aren't I? Nice mustard cardigan in my profile picture on LinkedIn. And you can find me on Instagram, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. Have a great week. And like I say, know anyone who uh, looks after the marketing of the Marmite? Give them my name. I've got a podcast series ready for them. Mm-hmm.